let's explore reverse engineering the Buddha's teachings. This is Lama Jigme Gyatso. Welcome to Meditates Like a Jedi. Imagine being told in the innocence and idealism of your youth that there was a secret Buddhism taught not in books, but passed down orally, a whispered tradition from mouth to ear that promised a quicker path to enlightenment than that which was commonly taught and practiced. But the price to receive such arcane and secret teachings was obedience and subservience and personal disempowerment. Imagine that in your innocence and idealism you paid that price willingly and gladly and enthusiastically. Imagine that in the fullness of time, after years of asceticism and study and practice, you received all of your teacher's instructions, only to learn that they really weren't so secret and were readily available books, though highly figurative as if coded. And the path they revealed was no faster than the original, though seldom practiced, teachings of the Buddha, but were actually slower with their own set of pitfalls and side paths and tiger traps. Imagine following this path full-time for decades, begging and scraping, receiving teachings and texts, contemplating them and applying them in numerous three-year retreats, only to eventually see that passages which your fundamentalist siblings had clutched at as if literal were actually metaphoric and that by reverse engineering them into their original similes it was as if old doors heavy and dusted with disuse opened before you revealing a dimension of the teachings heretofore unimagined by you or your fellows or your teachers or by theirs Imagine studying and contemplating and applying these teachings in even more three-year retreats, as if stretching your heart and mind in perception and realization. Although repetition may be the mother of skill, it is also the adversary of novelty. And in time, these revelations thoroughly studied and contemplated and applied could feel obvious and commonplace and comprise one's daily experience. Returning then to one's peers, one could no longer fit in, for one's worldview could no longer be in alignment with theirs, and one's behavior, albeit more empowered and insightful and effective, could no longer be congruent with theirs. Such things intrigue not your former fellows so much as it does 
enrage them. For in their rigid, aggressive fear of fundamentalism, different is rapidly confused with that which is wrong and dangerous and evil. More than two and a half millennia ago, the Buddha taught that the test of the instructions and the test of their teacher was neither their beauty, nor wealth, nor popularity, nor orthodoxy, nor tradition, nor pedigree, nor peer approval. The Buddha taught that the test of the teachings and their teacher was not how well they harmonized with one's preconceptions, but by how once they were applied, at least every morning and every evening, how dynamically they evolved one's body and feelings and mind and circumstances towards the enlightened ideal of which the Buddha taught and exemplified. Although this is obscured by those blinded by the fundamentalism's fear and aggression and rigidity of patriarchy, it is painfully obvious to those who traverse true matriarchy's path of peace, permissiveness, flexibility, as well as spontaneity, centered and patient and compassionate. Remember the cold welcome Soul of Tarsus received from his former peers in the Christian Book of Acts when they proclaimed, your much study has driven you mad. Or when the monk Gautama, having realized the middle way, was utterly shunned by his five forest fellows. In Mahayana Sutras, one reads of ten bodhisattva bhumi, or levels. With great time and effort, the teachings of the fundamentalistic path of patriarchy may lead one to the third Bodhisattva Bhumi, but certainly no higher. The only way to pierce, no less pass, this glass ceiling of limitation is to shift cognitive gears from patriarchy to matriarchy, from fundamentalism to liberalism, from rigidity to flexibility, from fear to acceptance, from anger to love, from control to surrender, from contrivance to spontaneity, and from scatteredness to centeredness. This could be a metamorphosis, frightening and painful and unpopular, but is not the death of the well-fed caterpillar will birth of a beautiful butterfly. This was the experience of the monk Gautama on his journey to become the Buddha, when his first master's exclamation that Gautama had mastered all his teachings left him disappointed and unfulfilled and let down and dissatisfied, who, when he sought out a second teacher, re received his instructions, contemplated them, and mastered them and was again proclaimed by his second teacher to have mastered the instructions and become his master's peers. peer. Again he was disillusioned and disappointed and moved on. For if a true seeker is to follow the Buddha's example, be the Buddha a man, 
the flesh, blood, and bone are merely archetypical. Then, rank and acceptance and prestige are no substitute for the actual freedom from the tyranny of our stresses and their causes. The Buddha kept searching and intuiting and contemplating and practicing until in the fullness of time he found techniques and worldviews that produced the results that he longed for. This is the path of the spiritual hero. While it is not common, it is not singular. For truth is not the product of tradition or popular opinion or political expedience. Truth, like medicine, is that which works. It is that which works despite the outrage of the minions of orthodoxy. It is that which enhances our peace and love and wisdom and joy. It is that which helps us to be of service to others. It is that which helps us to be the person our dog already thinks we are. This is the path of the Buddha. This is the path of the great saints. This is the path of the treasure revealers or Tertan, if you prefer Tibetan. It is the path I have shambled upon lo these many decades. It is the path whose fruit I offer to you. The production of these webinars and videos and live streams and podcasts and blogs and class materials and PDFs is supported by the generosity of viewers and listeners and readers just like you. Look forward to you joining the next live stream on YouTube.